everybody. Happy Sunday. And hopefully your week was going good, and hopefully you stay cool. You stayed cool. Stay cooled. Cool. You stayed cool. There you go. And so did you do with your puppers. And uh, I was on Twin Cities Live on Friday and had a question about the smoke in the air on how, how it uh, affects the dogs. And the thing is, folks, it's common sense. If it's bugging you, it's going to bug your dog. <laughs> so if you have uh, dogs that are overweight, that have underlying health problems, you do well to keep them um, out of the, the air and uh, go for short walks, uh, very short, or maybe do some car rides with the AC on inside or whatever. So, uh, yeah, just pay attention. I was surprised. Now, today we, it was windy uh, or breezy, I should say, up in Hugo. So it, it kind of dispersed a little bit. Have you, uh, Rachel, have you been bothered by the smoke yeah i've noticed that it's like kind of like affecting my breathing a little oh, is bit it? yeah because i'm a runner so oh are you when i'm working out I'm, i've kind of noticed that it's a little bit harder to breathe oh wow well i tip my hat to you running <laughs> i do not run i walk i do walk, i'm a fast walker mm-hmm. but i even in high school when you're supposed to do like the lap around the football field i mm-hmm. walked <laughs> and uh, yeah then when i came in the dim teacher kind of said oh, excuse me i said i did it you know, I don't have to run. I can walk, and I walk fairly fast. Yeah, I mean, what, just, just, it's good just to move. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. What I found is that uh, my eyes, my eyes, I need Visine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes have been kind of like you know where I just got to kind of do the windshield wiper, my fingers and the eyelids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what's been bothering me. My not not so much my breathing, but just my eyes. They they sting a little bit. And then there's a couple of days last week we had that could actually smell. The, the fire, you know, like a campfire type thing. It was like, whoa. And we sit, there's a kind of on a hill, kind of there's lowlands. And the smoke was so in there, you could have cut it with a fork, uh, with a fork, with a, with a knife. And it just, it looked like it was fog, yep. but it was smoke. It was just, it was crazy. So yeah. So folks, with the, with all this is going on, just use common sense. Uh, overweight dogs have a hard time, you know, uh, so please get weight off your dogs, folks. Just use veggies for treats. And then cut whatever you're feeding in half <laughs> and use smaller bowls. And so so get that weight off because you can uh, cut three to four years off your dog's life or they can get diabetes, they can get renal failure, they can get heart problems when they're way overweight, just like what happens with us humans. So, But yeah, so the smoke, just pay attention. Uh, they said it's supposed to be out Tuesday and I, I can't see that. It's not like the fires are going to be out by Tuesday. So why would the smoke be out by Tuesday? I don't get that at all. So we'll see what happens. So hopefully you got some good questions for me today. Yeah, you know, uh, being on Twin Cities Live on Friday was very fun. Uh, uh, it was just, it's always a fun time. So I appreciate when they asked me. They called me at the last minute. Well, they called me Tuesday, I think it was, or emailed me. They said, can you come, come in Friday? So I posted it on my KDK9 Facebook page. Uh, but it wasn't like I couldn't, you know, mention something on air because I didn't know last Sunday that I was going to be on. But anyway. And then also what was new this week, uh, now you know about the cat video, you know, party at CHF field okay that's august 12th well turns out i'm gonna be there <laughs> um uh, the uh believe it or not who's having me is remax uh remax uh amy k and chris and it's um uh a no place like home realty group so remax so look for me at the remax booth at the cat video on August 12th. And now you can go to, if you want to learn more about it, go to mytalk1071.com and just put in cat, keyword cat, and that will tell you all about the video. I believe the ticket prices went up today, August 1st. I can't remember, but I think it is uh, that they went up 
they go uh, tomorrow, I believe. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. August well, 2nd. Okay. Okay. Well, so see, you're still saving. It's ten dollars, and that's nothing. And a dollar goes uh, to a, a rescue group too. So help that out. Have some fun. And I have not gone to it. I've heard a lot about it, but I have not gone to it. So, and then I'm having my girlfriend drop me off and pick me up, so I don't have to worry about parking or any of that stuff. I just don't do well with the cities. And being that I don't have a smartphone, you can't do the Uber thing. So that's why I have girlfriends that I, I say, I'll pay you. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. So the smoke of the air, pay attention to the cat video on August 12th. I'm going to be down there. And then, of course, state fairs right around, what is it, 28 days or something like that now or less. And uh, so uh, all of my talk will be out at the, the whole two weeks of the fair. And I'll be doing my show both Sundays at the state fair. So hopefully you'll come out and, and join in and sit in and such like that. So that's going to be fun back at the fair. So, um, but, uh, I've got a, I had a couple emails this, this week about cat and hairballs. Okay, folks, number one, okay, all the stuff that you buy for cat hairballs at the store, not all, but the majority, you have to read the label. You do not, not want anything that has petroleum products in it. The best thing to break down hairballs, folks, is number one, be brushing the cat when he's shedding. And then what you want to also do is you give them a little bit of butter, you know, real butter or extra virgin coconut oil. Put a little bit on their pads, on their paw, and let them lick it off. That's the best thing to try to break down hairballs. Uh, also, too, if you're feeding a dry food, get off the dry food. And uh, when they're just throwing up, uh, and not necessarily a hairball, <laughs> uh, get off the dry food. Get onto good grain-free canned foods. And uh, Nutrisource is has six or seven grain-free canned cat foods that do not have chicken. I'm starting to see a lot of chicken allergies in, in cats, like where they're starting to lose their hair, getting bald spots and such like that. So that's why what you want to do is look, read the label, and see, uh, try to get that chicken out of the cat's diet because almost every chicken is cheap. So they, that's how they you know get up to the protein levels. So please read the labels. And like I said, if you go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com, you can uh, look at all the different varieties that they have. And they just sell to local pet stores, you know, mom and pop shops. They don't sell to national chains. So uh, so there's always a mom and pop shop around the corner. If they don't carry it, they can always order it for you, okay? And, and hopefully you're trying out their new element, Nutrisource's new element food. It's really... Uh, just like when they came out with the Pure Vital line, the Pure Vital line is very unique because it's a single source protein. If it says duck, it's only duck. If it says turkey, it's only turkey. So if your dog has some allergens uh, to some other proteins and meat sources. But there's elements, you need to look that up. We're going to have somebody from Nutrisource come on and talk about element because element is just, it's a rarity. It's almost like a raw diet that's been kibbled. <laughs> so it's, it's really, it's really intriguing. So go to, go to their website and read up on it. You might want to give it a try. Element and it's for puppies, regular dogs, senior dogs. It's for dogs of all life stages. It's, it's really it's awesome, and they got four flavors to check that out with. Okay, all right. So, anything new and exciting this week, Rachel? Not really. No. No. Where do you usually go running? Um, well, I live downtown St. Paul. Okay. So there's a, a nice path down by the river. Oh, okay. It's really nice. Or at the gym. Okay. Okay. So you don't go out into the country roads and go, you know, get some scenery around you? I would if 
I had a partner with me. Oh, oh, well, that makes but, sense. Yeah, yeah. you have to go. No, nobody else in your circle runs. No, not really. So when you go run, how? What's the average? I mean, do we? We're talking five miles. Uh, what are we talking here? Um, I usually run four miles. Four miles. That's yeah. round trip. Two out, two back, or four out, um, four, four back. Um, yeah, all together. Oh, so two yeah. out, two back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You always been interested in running? Not really. I was. Like you in school, like <laughs> didn't want to run. No, not, like we running. had pacers when I was in school, and those were just not fun. But once I got out of high school, I started doing it just for my on my own. Okay, and then I developed kind of like a habit of doing it ever nice. since. So yeah, do you do other workouts too? Not really, oh, just okay. mo- m- mostly running and. Okay. Well, yeah. heck of a deal. Yeah, yeah. find somebody to come out our way in beautiful Hugo. we got lots of neat things to look at as you're running by. So, Well, hopefully you got some questions for me here, folks. Give me a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Because as you get in in the beginning here, you know, uh, the, the lines are totally open. So give a holler. And hope you got great questions. Okay, we're going to run to break. But here's the trivia. We're going to do soft drink trivia. Okay, you ready? What is the oldest soft drink in America? Is it Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, or IBC Root Beer? We'll be back. Hello. Thank you for staying with the KDK9 show on My Talk 1071. We're here every Sunday from 4 to 6. And you can stream it live at MyTalk1071.com anywhere in the whole world. And that's not just with my show, but with all the shows on this great station. Okay, what is the oldest soft drink in America? Is it Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, or IBC Root Beer? What's your thinking there, ma'am? I'm going to go with Dr. Pepper. Ding, ding, ding. First sold in 1885. At Morrison's Old Corner Drug Store in Waco, Texas. Dr. Pepper is the oldest soft drink in America. It was soon followed by Coca-Cola in 1886. Uh, let's see. And then Pepsi-Cola in 1898. IBC Rip Beer in 1919, a.k.a. 1919 Rip Beer. Okay. And then 7-Up in 1929. A Sprite in 1961. And countless other soft drinks that have long since disappeared from the shelves. In 1921, there was 1929, there were more than 600 lemon-lime soft drinks alone oh on the market. 600. Can you eat, man? I have all I can do is 7-Up. Uh, I'm a 7-Up person. Mm. I'm all the way 7-Up. You know, when you were feeling poorly, Mom would give you the 7-Up and crackers. Right, you know? right. So. Okay, let's head for the phone lines. All right, we've got Amy, who's got a lab with some kneecap problems. Uh-oh, kneecaps. Hello there, Amy. What can I do for you? Hi, Katie. I have a 50-pound lab retriever mix whose back legs, one of her kneecaps keeps getting displaced or goes off balance, and then she hops around for a little while and gets better. Okay. We went to the vet, and the vet gave us a, non-inf- or a, a non-inflammatory pill, and then gave us some doggy downers so she would rest. But she's a lab retriever mix, and to keep her off of that leg is really hard. Right. Are there other things that we can do to, one, treat the issue and to try and keep her still other than just the kennel all day long? Okay. Um, how old is she? She's five. Five. Okay. Now, be honest. Is she overweight? Um, she, she vacillates between 45 and 50. She's on the heavier side now at 50, but okay. she's not overweight. You wouldn't look at her and think she's a chubby dog. You can feel her front rib to the back rib and there's a waistline? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, okay, the thing is, is that sometimes uh, just like human needs that, that slide in, slide out. You know, what they tr- if you do things wrong, and that's going to mm-hmm. happen with the with the dogs too. And so the biggest thing is, is you have to keep this dog as lean as possible. Number two, um, as far as like doggy downers, okay, what you want to do is, fetch is out of the question, obviously, but what you want to yeah. start doing is using the brain, okay? Start doing things on the brain. When you have the dog out with you, have him on a leash so that he's got, you know, you got control. He can't run around and be you know, be nuts. All right. Then, and what you're going to do is you're going to drain the brain. That's what's going to keep your dog tired. Okay. Everybody wants to, you know, people way over exercise their dogs way too much. And that's why they're, they're blowing ACLs and why there's hip problems. Uh, well, some of it's hereditary hip dysplasia, but anyway, uh, and then they, they start getting gimpy in early years, like five, six years old. They got a little giddy up problem. And because we way over exercise them, do you see dogs? throwing sticks and balls for each other no because that's a human invented game oh look at my dog loves it well our dogs love to please us and so we just fine i'll go get it again for the hundred and fifteenth time all right and usually that's what messes up most dogs is over exercising especially fetching so but that said, what you want to do is you want to get like brain teasers for dogs book, uh, brain games for dogs, uh, 101 dog tricks for dogs. Well, obviously for dogs. But anyway, because now what you're going to do is you're going to take that energy that you would use to, to you know, run and get the ball or whatever type thing to br- drain the brain. And now when we if we are using our brain, you know, a lot in a day, let's say we're answering uh, the phones, we're on the computer a lot or reading a lot of stuff, our brain gets so tired. Our body has not moved, but our brain, that the only way to uh, get in, um, you know, to be get the energy back is by taking a nap or going to bed totally, you know, and wake up in the morning and start all over again. And that's what people need to do more with their dogs is use their brain, not their body. And so you're getting the dog to look to you for direction and following through. And then like, let's say how many people are in your house? There's two. Okay. My husband and I. Okay. So then if you get, let's say, the Brain Games for Dogs book and then 101 Dog Tricks, or I would do, because you have a lab, I'd get the Brain Teaser book. So you got Brain Games for Dogs and you got Brain Teasers for Dogs. Okay. You pick out a teaser and a, a brain game and your husband picks out a teaser and a brain game and your dog is learning four things in one day. All right. And not that you're going to master that, but you're introducing it. Okay. Once the dog gets the grip of what you're teaching, then what you do is you start on, let's say he really caught on to the brain teaser. Okay. Now introduce a new brain teaser. People do the same trick for way too long, but the key to draining a dog's brain is to keep introducing new things. So they got to stop, think, hold a thought, focus, and look to you for direction. All right. So that's instead of using drugs, let's use the brain. And so there is um, it's called stress free from springtimeinc.com. And that works kind of good to have a dog chill out is stress free okay. and it's all natural. All right. And then another thing that you might want to get this dog on is Boswellia, B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A. It's great for inflammation. All right, okay. and just overall well-being. And there again, you can get it's, uh, the people stuff you give to dogs. You can springtimeinc.com also will, will, uh, is where it's at. That's what I get for my dogs and for myself. And so that's why the, the, yeah, the Brain Games is by Aerosmith, not the band, but the author. And the 
uh, brain teasers is by Soderman, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. And so the more you can do that, then, and then plus two, have other, just don't take, just like with humans, I, I, when something goes wrong, I never just, I, not that I don't distrust my vet or my, my own people doctor. I want another opinion. And so get somebody else's opinion that is used to working with that. And, you know, usually non weight bearing exercise like swimming, you know, if you've got access to a lake, not a pond, uh, mm-hmm. but we've got blue green algae going on right now that can not good. <laughs> and so, uh, but, the, you know, doing non weight bearing exercise will help strengthen that. There's a lot of things you can do to help strengthen that. And it doesn't have to be the powerhouse, you know, just, uh, you know, like let's say you lay a ladder down and put a, uh, you know, how uh, football players, uh, have all these tires that they go in out in out in out with their feet you know okay and so if you lay a ladder flat and put it up a little bit not high just so the dog has to lift up and put down lift up and put down and then also like go in the circle eights they and uh it's good for horses and for dogs so there's a lot of things that you can do to try to strengthen this so that it won't pop out as easy that's exactly what we're looking for thank you okay okay kiddo have a grand day thanks for the question Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty then. Yeah, because exercise, just like in human, with knees, you have knee problems, you don't want extra weight on those knees. Uh, and also, too, what you got, you don't, if you got knee problems, don't run. <laughs> don't jog. Don't jump. We got to find other ways to strengthen your body and then so that, you you know, things can mend, okay? Okay, who's up? Right, we've got Lois, who has a misbehaving puppy. Oh, yes, all puppies. They got the dickens in them. Hello, hello, what can we do for you? Hey, Lois. Oh, hi. Hi. Hi, Katie. Um, Yeah, I have an 11-week-old miniature schnauzer. Okay. And she keeps biting me and nipping at me, and she draws blood, and <laughs> water doesn't work. I heard you talk about the water. Okay. And because she loves water, so I got bitter apple because I was getting desperate. Mm-hmm. So I have to spray myself where she bites on my legs and my hand. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't have to do anything to her. She just comes up and does it. Right. That's when what... I I try to get her away from chewing something in the yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's got an attitude. Oh yeah, you got a schnauzer, a terrier, terrorist. Okay. Yeah. So now a couple of things. Number with the needle teeth, you know they shred everything to death. Okay. Yeah. So now the you got to remember, it's just not the action of the water; it's the voice behind. Yes. Because so you got to deepen that voice. Ah, no right. <laughs> Right. I got a sore throat from doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so what you can do is, uh, when since you got a small face, have you tried the pennies, pie pennies in a pot I can? I did. That doesn't shake it. her at all. She just gets more aggressive. She doesn't like it. So Okay, so then let, you're going to let her drag a nylon leash around the house? Okay. Okay, and the yard. Uh, outside, uh-huh. you can use a 20-footer. Okay. Uh-huh. And so what I would do, and you said she's 11 weeks, right? She's, yeah. you really need them because she's got such an attitude to get in some, to some kind of a puppy class. Or, you know, like mine, I put her into a training collar. One collar that you'd want for her would be called the Star Mark collar. Star Mark. Uh, Star yeah. Mark. And it's, it's a plastic collar with little blunt pyramids on the inside. And so you got to get her used to, because harnesses restrain, they don't train. And mm-hmm. because she's being so naughty, all right, she needs a, if she was naughty to mom, mom would give a deep growl, like, knock it off. If she didn't, mom would put her teeth around her throat and squeeze and pinch her with the teeth, like, knock it off. Okay, the pup now learned if I listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. So the thing is, is we don't want to hurt her dog by no means, but we have to find something that they st- we stop them dead in their tracks and pay attention. And yeah. so by having, you know, 
have the star mark collar on and, and start doing some obedience work and getting the dog to look to you for direction right. instead of what she's doing is she's he's goating you like what, what are you gonna do about this what are you gonna do about that okay so yeah. you can try half apple cider vinegar and half water you half know apple cider vinegar and half okay. water but then you just aim for the nose or for the mouth okay uh-huh. and so like us and carry it with you and so you can only blast them if the mouth you know she's come they're coming in and you mm-hmm. just blast her right in the mouth and ah oh bite and as soon as she backs off don't pet them you're just going right. to call me and go, thank you. Very nice. Thank right. you. Yeah, and then I redirect. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of busy because I have a, a 14-month-old baby that oh, Lordy. I want too. So <laughs> and what I were you thinking? Sure she doesn't bite her. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's yeah, because kids, uh, that fourteen month old, that's like oil and water with the with the pup, and right. so when the with the little one's sleeping, then you have got the pup out. When the, mm-hmm. the when the little one's yeah. out, the pup is either in a tied to you or yeah. in the kennel or yeah, in your baby she gate. Gets really naughty, I and I can't do anything with her. I do put her in a timeout in the kennel. Good, good. I figure it's time for her to sleep. There you go. Yep, and a crabby puppy, a tired puppy is a crabby puppy. Yeah, and don't feel bad about letting, using the crate, but now always present it as. Kennel, real happy. Okay, uh-huh. feed her in the kennel and such like that. You know she's going in there because she's being naughty, all right? Mm-hmm. But if you just go, kennel, yay you, mm-hmm. and throw a treat or a toy in there, then mm-hmm. she's going to be happy to go in there. And then, like I say, when things settle down, she maybe takes a nap because right now she naps more than she uh, is up, okay? Right. So yeah, what- she's she's gotten better about it because I have I keep the bitter... Okay, hold on a sec. I got to run the break. Can you hold on? Okay, yes. Okay, the soft drink that has the trademark, the slogan, Obey Your Thirst, Coca-Cola, 7-Up, Sprite, or Mountain Dew. We'll be back. Alrighty then. Thanks for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. Okay, what soft drink has trademarked the slogan, Obey Your Thirst? Is it Coca-Cola, 7-Up, Sprite, or Mountain Dew? What do you think there? I'm going to go with Mountain Dew. No, that's what I thought, too. Oh, it is Sprite. Okay. Sprite is marketed uh, is marketed with the with the slogan, Obey Your Thirst. Sprite was introduced by Coca-Cola in 1961. I didn't realize it was that, um, it wasn't that long ago that it was made. Yeah. Especially if uh, all the other pops were yeah. made in, um, yep. like, 1800s. Yep, yep. There you go. What can you do? I'm not a pop drinker. I'm a Pepsi person. I like Pepsi and an occasional Dr. Pepper. But I don't drink, I, I don't, now real beer, I really like real beer, but <laughs> but no, I've never been, unless you're having a rum and coke, you know, type right. thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. Uh, we're, oh, let's go back uh, to, to Lois, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, Lois, are you there? Yes. Okay. Because, see, what it is is that, you know, because this one has got a little extra kick, kind of a big eagle, you really need to get into uh, training to get into this dog's head so that the dog can start. Because dogs don't do things for us out of love. We earn their respect and trust and uh, by working as a team. All right? It's not me, master, you dog. And, then, you know, especially if you got one that's got a big eagle, whether it's male or female, you know, if you push, they'll push back. So you got to outwit them. And so then that they can the dog can start looking to you for direction. Now my puppy classes, uh, you can go to my web get my website by going to my page on mytalk1071.com, and you can take a look at the puppy classes. I've got a couple coming up, but the whole thing is is that uh, by by you know having a reaction to the dog's action don't smack him on the snow snaz don't hold the mouth shut and now you know you already got calgon moment having a 14 month old <laughs> two-legged and now you got a you know a four a two a four-legged that is just full of the dickens it's just very pushy dog so the whole thing you gotta be able to have just like with kids at times too you gotta have a good sense of humor 
Right. And there's going to be days you just, if the dog spends a little bit more time in there in, in the kennel, don't you sweat it, okay? Just right. give him something good to chew on, you know, take a Kong and maybe put some broccoli in there and a little bit of yogurt. Just give him something to take, you know, and, and dogs don't perceive time like we do, but you've got to do to keep things to keep yourself sane, but on the other hand, be able to get this dog to start looking to you for direction. Right. I have taught her how to sit. She mm-hmm. sits now. Good. And I am leash training her myself. Good. And I have her going on play dates with the um, friend's dog. Nice, so. nice, nice. But that's what we just got to do because what you got to teach her is, ah, no bite. Mm-hmm. You deepen your voice, slow it down. And so like I say, try the half apple cider vinegar, half okay. water, and just aim for the nose. But you got to get that voice in there because your goal is that it's, ah, blast, no bite, five times. Mm-hmm. Ah, blast, no bite. Then it's, ah, ah, no bite. And if he doesn't, then the correction comes in because mm-hmm. you want them to listen to your voice so you don't need the correction, Okay. Right. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Yep. It's tough. You know, and, and, and schnauzers are <laughs> noted to be pretty, you know, full of the dickens. <laughs> Basically any terrier. And, and there's some that are a wah factor. It sounds like this one's got a major, you know, uh, uh, ego. And so it's going to take a little bit to, to get through that ego and, and w- get over and start working as a team. It's, it's huge. Okay. Okay. Who's up next? Well, Jenny has a problem with her dog humping. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jenny, how you doing? Hey, doing good. Thanks good. for taking my call. You betcha. Thanks for calling. What kind of pupper do you have? I have a male chihuahua. Okay. He is about five years old. He was neutered at about eight months. Okay. And in a, only about the last two years, it seems like the behavior is increasing where he'll go in his kennel and he'll, he'll hump in his kennel. <laughs> okay. Um. At least he's private about it. Yeah. My husband. What? I said, um, it seems like it increases when he might be stressed, like when we have company over. Yep. Even though he seems to enjoy them, like Mm -hmm. he gets overstimulated, he'll go in his kennel and we'll hear him humping. Okay. He's he's now like causing little rashes to form above his penis. Okay. Yep. Yep. What can we do to help him? Okay. First of all, yeah, you you pinpointed it. A lot of dogs with their humpers, it is a stress related thing. Everybody thinks it's a sexual thing. And I I believe that if they get to Mm -hmm. do it for too long, they may get a high from it. Because at first it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it's like, no, no, this isn't good. (laughs) And so (laughs) being that he goes into his kennel, does he do it ever do it any place outside of the kennel? No. Okay, then, when you know you're having somebody come over, shut the door, okay, so he can't go in his kennel. Or, and if you do have to put him in there because he's being obnoxious because the company's over, take out everything in the kennel so he has nothing to play with, okay? And so you can, uh, Mm -hmm. because that's the thing now, is that the less that he can have a chance to do it, then hopefully he'll find other means to deal with his stress. Okay. okay. And so, yeah, so either shut the door, you know, now how is he when people come over? Um, he gets excited. He likes the attention. And then it seems like after a while he wants to withdraw. Okay. Okay. That's good though. And let him, you know, if he wants to go, but if he's going to go to his kennel and play, no, <laughs> he the door is shut. <laughs> okay. And so, like I say, hopefully, like I say, and then, you know, pick him up, maybe hold him on your lap so he can be a part, give him something else other than the worry that he can't go do the thing in the kennel. 
All right. Uh, just okay. like I say, brother, you hold him on the lap or you know, is he pretty good with other people that come over? Like if they would hold him yeah. and give him a pet or whatever type thing? Oh, yeah, he loves that. Okay, good. So just let's try to redirect onto something else. Just don't take something away, okay? Mm-hmm. Think about, oh, hi, and just get him used to, like, hanging out, you know, and then uh, what you can do is, uh, like, put him on a leash and hook it to the chair. He doesn't necessarily have to be in somebody's lap. He could just be, at okay. you know, you know on the floor. Because what I don't want him to do is uh, all of a sudden start eyeing the pillows on the couches, okay, yeah. that he's going to go someplace else. We've got to totally be able to to contain and and keep him from going and doing that, all right, so that we can get his okay. mind onto other things, all right? Gotcha. Okay, well, good luck. Thank you very much. You, you betcha. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I can imagine the poor things. Yeah, I got a little rash down there. Oh, oh well, that's what happens. All right. Okay, who's up? All right, we've got Brenda, whose dog is shoving her. Shoving her? Oh, interesting. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you for calling. And what kind yeah. of dog do you have? I have a one-year-old, 80-pound German Shepherd. Okay. And when we're like just in the garage or, or walking anywhere, walking, no matter where I'm at, in the house or outside, she like shoves past me, but she like like shoves me, you know, she doesn't just walk past me. She like hits my body and, and shoves me. And if I'm walking past a fence, cause I have a lot of flower gardens and I fence them. Okay. And she'll go between me and the fence, even though there's not enough room for her and just like shove me out of the way. Okay. Do you, and I still have trouble with her wanting to jump too. Okay. Uh, do you use a, a, a training collar of sorts with her? Um, I well, I have one, but no, I haven't used it for that. I guess I never thought about it. Okay, what kind of training collar are you using? Um, I don't know the brand, but it it does a tone and then a vibrate. Oh, okay, you're talking about e collar. No, I don't like using e collars. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, no e collar. Either I got one, but it lays on the counter in the in the uh, yeah. garage. Okay, um, yeah, because you e- have a oh, what is it called? Most shepherds I put in, if they're any size, I put them in a pinch collar. Well, and I do have one of those. Yep. I just haven't used it. Okay, and what you want to do is you should slide on, slide off. If you watch YouTube or talk to other trainers, they fit them very snug and up behind the back of the ears, and that drives me over the edge. And the reason is is because there's constant pressure, and part of the reward for the dog paying attention is that there is no pressure. If he doesn't, if he listens okay. to words, there's no pressure. So I fit my collar so they slide on, slide off. You got to put your hands on the top as you're going to slide it over. So in case they, you know, along the 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 top tines. So in case they turn their head when I'm putting it on, the tine doesn't poke them in the eye. All right. Okay. So, the, but the thing is, is that so what I would do here is that you need to teach her some stuff. You just teach her words and what they mean. The e collars, which everybody is going to, which is driving me up over a wall, is uh, the e collars have their place in the training world, but like be, mainly for a dog that ranges that won't come right. That they just cut sound and say talk to the paw. But as far as manners, you want to learn around the house. No, that's called getting the right training collar, using the leash, teaching words, and so then eventually you don't need the training collar so what i would okay. do is i put the leash i'd set this up 
and put the training collar on, put the leash on, and then now you're going to go to your gate, okay, to the thing, uh, to the flowers or whatever. Okay, put, have the leash on too. Now the dog's on your left side, okay? And so, yeah. um, okay, and, and, and if she tries to go and cut in front of you, you bump backwards on the line and go wrong, back. And so what you want to do is turn and walk towards her so she has to back up away from you. Okay, now I'm going to turn and start. I'm going to go try to go to the fence again. If she comes and bumps into me, ah, wrong. Okay, and then t- turn and face her and walk towards her and say the word back. Okay, what, what I want to okay. do is teach you the word back. So if she's thinking about squeezing by me, ah, 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 back. So that now I've got control of the situation. All right. So that okay. like if you're going up and down stairs and she's trying to push you, ah, 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 wrong, back. And so my dogs can go backwards faster than they can go forward sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, then it's really hard for a dog to go backwards. You've got to take four paws and move them backwards. And you can right. practice the back in, in the hallway. Uh, most dogs are right handed or right pawed. OK. And so what you do is you walk down the hallway. Okay, and then throw it. uh, Now you're walking forward. Now start walking backwards so the dog has to come and start walking towards you. You know what I mean? They're going to circle around, and now you're going backwards and the dog is walking towards you. And then slowly step towards the dog and just say back. Don't go back, 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 back. You want the dog, even she takes one step backwards. Oh, very nice, very nice. All right. And then now go backwards again because you want her to be standing. She has to, sometimes when you walk towards the dog, the dog will sit as you go towards them because they're like, what the heck's going on here? So then just walk backwards again so that they come on front, front, and then walk towards the dog, back, back. And if they just, if you start out with like one or two feet going backwards and oh, very nice, very nice. And so the whole thing is, is that pretty soon now we, the dog could be next to you facing the same direction and you just say back and the dog's going to back up. So what you want to try to do is teach him the word back so that she you can catch her before she, you know, bumps into you. She doesn't have much, um, she's not good with personal space and that's what she has to be taught. She just yeah, barges in. Yeah, she just barges in. And so you need to be doing some obedience work, you know, um, so she has to walk at a leash and not bump into you. Um, okay. You know, so the more input you put into her and teach her what these words mean, then she won't be so pushy and bumpy into you. Because uh, technically, when you go for a walk, your dog on the left side, if you take your, let's say, the do- dog's on your left side, if you take your 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 foot of your right and kind of turn towards, put it this way, okay, there's always, there should be, the dog should be two feet, you know, your feet, not two feet you know what I mean? Um, right. Next to you. They, you. they should never be crowding or bumping into you. There should be a, a little alleyway there for you. Okay? okay? And so, like I say, that just comes by, you know, you got a minute, do something with the dog. Walk around in the backyard. Keep setting her up for things that she is not listening to. Okay? And so and so then teach her the words, what to mean. And if she doesn't pay attention, she there's a correction. All right? So okay. then pretty soon she'll get better and better at, you know, what you want from her. She And shepherds especially, they're, they're, they're very, very smart. And usually most yeah. uh, shepherds, if they're bored to tears where you don't have much input in their head, you know, then they invent their own games, a.k.a. pushy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just afraid she's going to start knocking me over. Oh, yeah. That's why you've got to get... Luckily, I'm able to catch myself, but... Right. But that's why you, you need to start working on this and getting her to understand what, you know, you could take one of the, my... 
one day, hour and a half, uh, uh, beginner one start here class that will get you going with the right collar, you know, with the collar correctly. And then we can work on some of that stuff because that's what she needs is organization so that she can, uh, she's a puppy, you know, she's 80 right. pounds. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. And so, then yeah. what do I do? Because she still, when she gets excited, like when the grandkids come over and stuff, she still wants to jump. I mean, today she just scratched my granddaughter's stomach. You bet. She jumped and then she's on the a way puppy. down, she scratched her. You bet. So if you want to hold on, we'll talk to you about that when you come back. I got to go to break here, yeah. so hold on, okay? Thank you. Okay, what soft drink was the first product ever to appear on the cover of Time magazine? Dr. Pepper, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up? We'll be back. All right, thank you for listening. And I'm going to be at the cat video at CHS Field. Um, I'm going to be at the Remax uh, booth with Amy, Kay, and Chris. I'll be there from 6 to 8. And we're going to be talking cats, of course, or maybe chickens. And we'll see. (laughs) This is a cat video, I suppose. I should talk about cats. You can ask me your cat questions, all right? All right, so let's go back. Uh, If you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, Brenda, you still hanging in there? Hi, Brenda. Oh, wait hi. Hi. Yeah. I forgot to answer the trivia question. Do you know it? What soft drink was the first product ever to appear on the cover of Time magazine? Was it Dr. Pepper, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up? I'd say 7-Up. Nope. It was Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. May 15, 1950, became the first product ever to appear on the cover of Time magazine. This issue also featured in depth an article about Coca-Cola Company. Okay. Okay. So now you got, uh, so now the big thing is that what you got to do, what you need here. Now, have you had a shepherd before? Yes. Okay. So you and know, I've never had one with that. I haven't been able to stop bad behavior. Okay. Well, you got a puppy. And so the thing is, is you got to get the training collar out. There's got to be a reaction to their action. And so the thing is, is like when the grad kids come over, now you still use a kennel? I do. Okay. Yeah. So when the grandkids come over, have her in the kennel. Because that, so that you're in, stopping the wah factor, all right? So then once the kids get in and settle down and hugs and kisses and you start hitting the beat, well, then bring the pupper out and put her on the training collar so that you have control, okay? okay. And then what you want to do is you want to step on the leash about, oh, it'll be probably how tall she is, like 10, 12 inches from the hook with both feet and then have the handle of the leash in the other hand okay and so now if she tries to jump out at the kids the kids are not to come to her yet okay when she tries to jump out at them she's going to correct herself okay don't you say anything just tell the kids hold on your horses we got to wait for her to settle in and so then pretty soon but usually by the third time they leap out they correct themselves then all of a sudden they're sitting and then all of a sudden they're laying okay and then only let the kids come in one at a time don't ever overwhelm a dog with more than one child because dogs have a really hard time with children because they look like they're going to go right, they go left, and you got, all of a sudden they want to get hugs and people are stepping on them and the whole kit and caboodle. Just let them come in one at a time to say hi. But you keep stepping on the leash so if she tries to jump out, guess what? She corrects herself. All right. So then it should get better and better that her manners around the kids will get better as far. But first, let the wah factor of them just coming home, you know, to your house that the dog is under control. She's in the, you know, your goal is as she gets older that you can greet the the kids at the door, you know, with the training collar on. But that's down the road right now. You just want to just just let everything kind of slowly evolve. so You don't have the wah factor at the door. All right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And so that's the whole thing. And then, like, how many grandkids you got? 
Um, well, five, but the two younger ones are the ones that come over. They're like seven and ten. Okay. So then, so. what's what, what you're going to have? What, what you're going to teach them now? Not to hug the dog. Just give scooches on the side of the face or in the chest. And then what you can do, because they're 7 and 10, uh, get 101 dog tricks by, uh, for kids by Sundance oh, or okay. brain games uh, for dogs. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take each in- child and then we're, you're going to take uh, go through the books and find, you know, for their ages, the kids' ages, what they possibly could teach your pupper. And so give them A or B. Okay, you can either have A or B. Don't let them pick out their own. Inevitably, they will pick out the toughest thing in there, right? So what we right. want to do is, so you pick out for the 7-year-old, is either pick, we're going to do this one or this one. And then for the 10-year-old, you're going to do either this one or that one. And then one at a time, you're going to sit with that one child and the dog and the trick and use tiny pieces of treats, tiny, just a whisper. All right, I love the Nutrisaurus uh, soft and tenders. They look like little bones. You can break them into like threesies because that's mm-hmm. all what we want. It's just tiny, tiny little pieces, all right? And so then, like I say, maybe spend five minutes with one. And this is, you're not going to do this, obviously, when the first kids, the kids first get there. You know, let them hang out and whatever and say, okay, now let's go work the pupper. And so then why one and the other one can watch, but he can't interact. And you know what I mean? It's their, the, whatever they're teaching the dog, that is their thing for with the dog. They take ownership of that trick. Nobody else can do that trick. All right. And then once they start getting the hang of that, then introduce another one. So now the dog is looking to them for direction. They're getting the dog to be still and do something for them. And they're building a relationship with the dog. But anytime the kids are in motion, like running or whatever, that dog is either in the kennel or on a leash with you. Okay, so that the dog can't go and knock them over because that's just, you know, that's motion. Dogs are prey driven. Kids run. Guess what? Gotcha. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So don't let don't set them up. Don't set your pupper up for say, you know, for, uh, you know, as the dog gets older. Then what's going to, well, the kids are going to get older too. They're not going to be such a wah factor. <laughs> right. So just control the situation. Like I say, get that pinch collar out. Start teaching words, what they mean. And so now the dog is going to start looking to you for more direction. Not be so pushy. And then and all of a sudden, too, like if it looks like, let's say you're not paying attention, and all of a sudden, looks like she's going to go running after the kids, you can stop her at a dime, like, hey, wrong. Come here, 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 here. Oh, good job. You look at you. Look at you. Yeah, you. All right. Because that's what we want to do is get her. And you've had shepherds, so you know how smart they are. And some right. of them are a little bit more mischievous. Uh, and the more mischievous they are, guess what? The smarter they are. They get yeah. bored fast. And so then they create their own games. And it's usually something that, it, that was not in your book. All right. Exactly. So you've got yeah. to start the, you know, getting this dog to think. So that brain games for dogs, 101 dog tricks. Google uh, on YouTube. They've got Google dog tricks, you know, and see what they got on YouTube. So because people like to instead of read, they'd rather watch, you know, how it's done. Okay, right. so that's what you're going to do. And like I say, get that Nutrisource soft and tenders, those little bones, break them in threesies okay. and break them up ahead of a time so that you don't, and you're not breaking them up while you're trying to teach the trick. Okay. 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 I'm excited to okay. get started on that. Thank Yay. you so much. Oh, good, good, good. Well, good luck. You take care. <laughs> yes, thank okay. you. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Yes, folks, uh, the smarter the dog, the bigger the pain in the butt they are if you don't do anything with them. So teach, teach, teach. Obedience, tricks, nose work, you name it. All my dog, all my... um uh, shepherds I taught nose work to. I only had one that didn't want, uh, Ben, he was so laid back. He was like, yeah, not so much interested in that. 
So, okay. Uh, hey, you got a question? We got open line six five one six four one one zero seven one. And I also want to talk. I've gotten some uh, uh, about grain free. Should dogs eat that grain free, or will kill them? No, it won't. But let's talk. Uh, what soft drink was originally invented for the use as a mixer with whiskey? Mr. Pib, Coca-Cola, Sprite, or Mountain Dew? We'll be back.